baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Monday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. And we actually had some stuff happen over the weekend, David, uh, not just uh, not just today. Uh, mm-hmm. We were actually a little busy over the weekend. One, the General Assembly wrapped up and went home. So that's, you know, good from the standpoint of it's, you know, something we don't have to keep an eye on 24-7. Um, right. Didn't pass a budget, no agreement uh, there. They they agreed on a skinny budget, which basically amounted to coming up with the money to fix uh, the two hundred million that they uh, that the education department screwed up on in terms of education funding, uh, sure. making some miscalculations. So that's taken care of. So that's that's good. But uh, other than that, we got to wait for them to agree on taxes and um, and spending for their priorities. So. Something to think about as, of course, we're all filing our taxes right now anyway, so or at least getting started. Um, yeah. That's something you actually have to do now. I know I know you just got out of college, but that's something you got to pay attention to. <laughs> I know. I'm kind of like, oh, shoot, I got to figure this out. So, so to, to be fair, now I say that I hand mine off to my dad who happens to to work for a CPA. And so I don't actually file my own taxes. I let him handle <laughs> handle that, even though I'm I'm far older uh, than you are in terms of <laughs> in terms of years. Um so um, another thing that happened, Delegate Lamont Bagby won the primary, yet another primary. It seems like we vote every five days now um, yeah. uh, for Senator Jennifer McClellan's seat. Mc- Jennifer, of course, won the congressional election that occurred back on Tuesday. So really, it was just about five days between <laughs> between times people went to vote. Um, and now he will face a Republican, Steve Imholt, I believe is the correct pronunciation of the last name. Uh, on March 28th. So we get, you know, like four weeks and then we have another election um, and then he'll sit in the state Senate and then he may potentially have another primary in June and then the general election in November. So I hope he has a decent amount of money for advertising because he's got a lot of uh, races coming up between now and uh, November. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and given that he won, and may win the general election. If he wins the general election, there'll have to be a special election for his seat. And that person would also face a special election, primary election, general election in a period of months. So it's domino effect of elections. Yeah. I think, I think maybe they could just avoid not, not doing a special election for his, his seat and wait and do it in November depend, but it all depends on what the timing is of, of coming up with any agreements, things along that line, because his district would be without, representation for for those uh for those votes um moving on from from that you were at vcu today um it was two years to the death of uh then freshman adam oaks um who if you may remember died in a a hazing incident what happened today and and what was uh, discussed today so like you said today was the two-year anniversary um and in that time uh adam oaks's family has started uh, a foundation called the love like Adam foundation, which is basically an anti-hazing sort of educationally oriented foundation run by his family. 
Um, and so, you know, for the VCU student population today, you know, there was a, a video that, uh, that was offered and there was sort of a, a discussion with the family. Um, but before that, they held uh, a bit of a, a conference or a, a meeting where they, um, several of his family members and other uh, sort of anti-hazing uh, advocates addressed the crowd. And then they unveiled a bench and a plaque in uh, Adam Oaks's memory in front of the VCU offices of uh, fraternity and sorority life. And so it was, you know, his parents spoke, um, his grandmother spoke, his cousin spoke, and then um, uh, an advocate who's worked with him a lot uh, named uh, Gary Averselli Sr., whose son died in a similar incident in 2007 up in New Jersey. Um, and the prosecutor in the case as well, who's prosecuting the 11 uh, members of the Delta Chi fraternity who uh, are accused of sort of being being the ringleaders of what happened. So, um, you know, it's a, a very emotional uh, event. Um, and, you know, it's they made it clear that um, they want this to be sort of the beginning of change rather than the end of a saga. Um, what was, what was interesting is the, um, uh, Vercelli who the, uh, advocate, uh, sort of called out VCU administration directly, uh, and, you know, president Rao and several other members were there. Rao also spoke briefly, but, um, sort of directly called out the organization, gave them a bit of a, a call to action as well. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see what changes take place in sort of the VCU Greek life system over the next couple of years as well. Um, It'll be, like you said, it will be interesting because, you know, these things happen at colleges all over the place and have, you know, since I've been going, since I went to college and, and beyond and, you know, they always seem to have short-term impact. Like people think about them in short-term and then, you know, people forget things move on and and you don't necessarily see the fundamental change that, that is needed. So it'll be interesting to see if if this has an impact. Cause I mean, there were, there were hazing incidents when I was in college and my college recently, my alma mater recently had one very similar to Adam Oaks. It just wasn't a fatal one, but the, the, uh, the student involved suffered serious brain damage. Um, mm-hmm. from, from hazing, hazing involved drinking basically. Um, and it's happened at, at Bowling Green where I have family members. It's happened at Penn state. It's happened at any number of schools. It'll be interesting to see if, the, if, you know, something like this has any real long lasting impact. Yes. And that's, that's sort of the goal of the, the foundation, uh, is to, to directly sort of change the, the fact that, uh, it tends to be a short-term response to this sort of thing. So that is, uh, I think, I think the, the, the sort of educational aspect, especially at VCU where this happens is going to be a more regular occurrence. Yeah. Of course, part of the problem is, and we sort of discussed this on another story, which we're going to focus on a little bit more tomorrow is that you've got young people getting freedom for the first time and not making fully correct 
decisions mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know for for lack of better terms it's it, it's it is tough to really you know make sure that it is focused on correctly you know yeah. if they're focusing on it correctly so um other other stories we followed for you and this is going to be one we're going to follow tomorrow the president is in virginia beach tomorrow so we'll keep an eye on that he's going to be talking about health care costs it, it is going to be a political speech. He is going to be targeting Republicans. It is interesting to note that uh, where he's speaking uh, is where Republican Jen Kiggins won her seat in November, which helped Republicans win the House of Delegates, which is why he has to target Republicans um, in this uh, upcoming, you know, with this upcoming uh elections coming up in, you know, not this year, but next year in, in Congress. Um, so, you know, in order for him to get his priorities through, um, you know, he, he needs to get, you know, either defeat the House or, you know, or convince them to come over to his side. And it's much more likely to to, to win the House of Representatives than it is to to right now convince uh, convince uh, any Republicans to shift yeah. over. And speaking of which, we also talked to a political expert at James Madison University uh, about all the retirements in the General Assembly. And he basically said, even though they're losing all this institutional knowledge, and, and let me tell you something, they're losing like hundreds of years. There are two, one senator who is who is retiring, Senate Majority Leader Dick Saslaw, has been in the state Senate as long as I've been alive. And I am like a couple of years from AARP eligibility. So that's that's <laughs> how long he's been in the, the, the Senate. Um, there's also a couple who have been in for 30 years that are retiring as well. Um, but he said, really, you know, that institutional knowledge, the impact of them leaving is going to be minimal because, to be honest with you, no compromise is going on now as it is. It hasn't been for at least a decade. So yeah. it's going to have a minimal impact. But it is interesting. There's going to be a lot, lot of a uh, lot of turnover um, in the General Assembly. All, all of all the people I covered for for two decades are going, you know, it's a, you know, <laughs> going to be time for new blood all over the place uh, in terms of yes. the, uh, the general the General Assembly. So. So that'll be something to keep an eye on next year. You know, not not now, but next year as uh, new people come in. So basically, that's what we have for you for today uh, uh, For in terms of news coverage uh, here at, at WRVA. So thank you very much for handling the uh, the VCU story, David. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye on what happens tomorrow. So for David Lefkowitz, I'm News Director Matt Demline, and we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.